You're listening to Shenanigans, the podcast. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the next installment of the Shenanigans podcast. It's been a very long time since our last episode, and I'm sure some people have wondered if I had dropped the ball and just stopped doing them, but no, rest assured, I am back. We are doing these episodes, uh, probably surprising myself in the process, (laughs) Um, but I, yeah, definitely been meaning to get back onto these as soon as possible. Uh, I've even had some people asking when the next step was coming, so thank you for those that are keen to hear more. Uh, Sorry for the delay. A lot has transpired since the last episode. Uh, The pandemic that's currently happening continues to rage on. Uh, We're also seeing an increase in cases in Victoria, in Australia, where I'm based. Uh, And apparently panic buying has begun uh, again. The rise is growing in the hotspot areas that are currently affected. Uh, So for those of you with toilet paper stores, hold on to them. And then during this gap of time, uh, I've also had a family member who hurt themselves pretty badly with a kitchen accident, um, which at the time was very scary. So uh, thankfully, it's all healing well, recovering well. Uh, We can look back and laugh at least. Uh, Our family is very good with our sense of humour. So, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm glad that that early part is over now. We've also seen a rise in the Black Lives Matter movement uh, as a result of some horrific events. So um, mainly the the murder of George Floyd uh, kind of would have sparked the the current movement really amping up again. And I don't want to speak too, too long on this only because I personally don't feel as equipped to say something extremely impactful uh, amidst what's going on. But I do want to say that I do personally want to be a better ally uh, to our black communities. Uh, I haven't personally posted anything on social media about it, and I have agreed with the comments that silence is violence. So um, I just thought I'd like to make a point of saying something, um, whether it's impactful or not. Uh, however, I'm aware of how much grandstanding kind of has taken place amongst people of white privilege, you know, speaking out and, you know, thinking they're doing the right thing or saying what they think needs to be said. And it just goes the complete opposite direction because it's very much seen as grandstanding or virtue signaling or anything like that. So I didn't want to be one of those voices adding to the crap pile of, you know, really unnecessary comments. Uh, However, I do welcome anyone that would be willing to, you know, open a dialogue with me, uh, talk about ways that I can be a a better ally or how people in general could be a better ally if you're comfortable or want to. Um, That being said, I don't think anyone should be expected to to have to teach others or coach others. Uh, So I am taking my own personal steps to, you know, research and discover better ways um, because I wholly admit that I'm grossly uneducated on a lot of what's going on at the moment. So uh, like I said, I I think that does need to change. I think we all need to to, to be better. Uh, And I personally would love to look at ways that I can lend support to black voices on this podcast or through any of the social sort of avenues so please, if you've got recommendations, send them through uh, and watch this space. Uh, hopefully we can, uh, I can, because, you know, it's just me. Hopefully I can find a better way to, uh, to to really bring that about. I decided to do something a little bit different with this particular episode, and I'm conducting a live questionnaire to determine what my current personality type is. It's uh, something I've always been very fond of, uh, the science of personality indicators. Uh, it helps you not only see who you are as a person and how you react to scenario situations, work, relationships, whatever it might be. But it also opens the door to, I guess, better understanding 
how you respond to others and what their personality types are and how you mix and match with different personalities. So um, I can definitely see how these things are applied and used in business because I find it deeply fascinating. And it's stuff that's coming up in any of the studies that I'm doing um, at the moment. It's it's come up a few times and yeah, I'm really keen to do it again. I think it's really exciting. Um, I haven't done one of these for a while. I have done it before, but I haven't done one in a very long time. Uh, I was actually doing it in a work setting. Um, we were doing it as like an induction sort of thing back in one of my old jobs. Uh, and I don't think my results from then are going to change much now, but I'm not going to reveal what my original results were just in case they do shift quite a bit um, or if they're the same, either or. Um, I'm going to be looking at doing uh, the episode in particular on the Myers-Briggs personality test and I will be using the website 16personalities.com so that's the number 1616 personalities.com just in case you want to follow along and complete the quiz with me but without further ado let's do this quiz Alrighty, time to get onto this quiz. So as I mentioned, I'm on the website 16personalities.com, so 16personalities.com. And when you first go onto uh, the page that gives you the pre-personality test, uh, it just tells you to, and I'm just going to describe the page I'm looking at in case you are going to follow along. So the, uh, the, the quiz is apparently less than 12 minutes of content. Uh, it tells you to be yourself, so answer honestly, even if you don't like the answer and also complete it all. So try not to leave any neutral answers. Uh, and then it goes straight into it so you don't get any kind of fluff or anything like that. So I'm gonna read out the questions and then kind of give my understanding of what I think is true. Now, the way that the, the quiz is generated, it's a, on a scale. So from agree to disagree. So you end up with like the strongly agree, big circle to a medium circle to a smaller circle. Then you get a gray neutral circle in the middle. So you get three for agree. And then you get a smaller, a slightly medium one, and a larger one for disagree. So you've got the choice either way. So we've got the first question, which is, you enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people. Now, this one, I'm going to probably say closer to the disagree. I don't know how much I disagree because I personally, I don't mind social time. The lots of people part is the part that I'm looking at and going, no, nah, not like that. So... I might actually put that as a probably on the medium disagree um, because I think, yeah, I'm not fully at, against it. I'm not fully for it. Actually, you know what? Just while we're here talking this through, I'm going to put the lowest disagree. So not neutral, but the, the smallest on the disagree side because uh, I can do it. Um, and I, I do enjoy myself at some point in the process, but the general idea doesn't excite me. All right, so that's question one. We're already on a good start. You often spend time exploring unrealistic yet intriguing ideas. All right, so I guess the things to look at here is the idea of looking at unrealistic things, even if they interest you. I'd say, yeah, I, I definitely do that. I love um, looking at the options and seeing, you know, what's possible. I do pull myself back later on and make it more realistic, but... Uh, I do spend time doing it. So let's say the middle agree. So not fully agree, but not disagree at all. All right. Your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than a detailed itinerary. I'm going to disagree. 
I tend to prefer more of a locked in itinerary. In fact, I'm going to put the hard disagree on this one. Uh, I, I never like to think of myself as somebody who's regimented with planning and stuff like that. But when it comes to an itinerary, I've really liked to know where I'm going to be and where I'm supposed to be, because then I can actually plot my relaxed time and know when I'm actually going to be chilling out. I don't know how high strung I am about that because I haven't had a bit of a holiday for a while, but, uh, Either way, I do like knowing that I've got an itinerary. So hard disagree on that one. You often think about what you should have said in a conversation long after it's taken place. Absolutely agree. That's like a full top level agree. I always have the thought after the fact and say, wait, why didn't I say this? And I should have said this. And I think a lot of people I know are like that as well. All right. If your friend is sad about something, your first instinct is to support them emotionally not try and solve their problem. Ooh, I'm pretty neutral on this one. I'm not going to pick neutral because I really want to avoid neutral, but yeah, I'm kind of in between on this one because I, some days I'm pretty much the problem solver. I need to solve their problem, but then there's other days if they're really in an emotional state, I need to make them feel okay. But I think at the end of the day, I think my biggest thing is usually more on the solve a problem side of things. I think I'm more trying to solve it rather than make them less emotional so I'm probably going to put the lowest disagree option yeah I think that's going to make more sense to what I think all right the final question on this particular page I'm hoping there's more pages but um people can rarely upset you all right how do I feel about this question Uh, people can upset me I think it depends on what though like it's very circumstantial in this case but I need to be very generic with the answer I would say I disagree with it, but probably the lowest disagree because not every person can upset me, but I can be upset by people. It's really weird to explain, but either way, I think I'm going to say the lowest disagree because it's not rare that I could be upset by people, but it doesn't happen all the time. Anyway, let's just leave it at that. So I've got the lowest of the disagree options. So kind of saying that people can upset me, but not as much. All right, we're at 10% so far or on page two. You often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. Ooh, truthful answer here. And I think I would have answered this differently back in the day. No, you know what? I think I have to disagree with this one. As much as I think I would like people to start a conversation and keep it going, more often than not, I find people the other way around and they rely on me. So therefore, I take up the mantle of doing it. And because I show myself as a bubbly person yeah let's let's say i disagree with that i'll say the middle disagree because i tend to do it more often if you have to temporarily put your plans on hold you make sure it's your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible temporarily put your plans on hold ah to get your plans back on track okay sorry i'm just reading that properly um It depends on what the plans are. If it's personal plans, yeah, I, I, hmm, yeah, I don't know how to answer this one. If you have to put your plans on hold, make sure it's top priority to get back on track. You know what? I'm probably going to put the lowest disagree here because I think my laziness kind of kicks in sometimes and I kind of get a bit absent-minded and kind of then just move on to new things and then I forget that there was a plan to do something. So let's just say the lowest disagree. I've got to be true about myself. 
You rarely, oh, I can't speak properly. You rarely worry if you made a good impression on someone you met. Um, I'm going to disagree on that one. Probably a middle disagree because I do like to make good impressions on people. All right. It would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. Oh, absolutely disagree. Sorry, I'm just reading that one properly. It would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend by yourself. No, I could totally be on my own. In fact, I love it. Disagree completely. Hard disagree. You are more of a detail-oriented than a big picture person. This is one of those ones where I feel like I'm kind of in the neutral. I actually do like the big picture, but then I like to sort the details in that big picture. It's such a really weird conundrum. Or, um contradictory statement but let's say more let's say the lowest disagree because actually i'll put the middle disagree in this case because i'm probably more big picture than i am details but the details do come out in that discussion you are very affectionate with people you care about absolutely agree full hard agree all right so next page and we're now at 20 percent. okay so judging by this it's 10 percent per page You have a careful and methodical approach to life. I would middle agree on this one. I'm pretty careful in a lot of stuff. So I tend to drive carefully for the most part. I tend to be like, you know, conscious of, well, don't do this because this is going to happen. And I try and think through all the processes. So yeah, I think careful methodical probably speaks more to me than the disagree. All right. You are still bothered by the mistakes you made a long time ago. (laughs) You might notice when I laugh at certain questions, it's because I can already think of the answer. Um, Yeah, I I do have moments of dwelling on my own personal mistakes. So we'll say middle agree. (laughs) That's bad. Um, All right. At parties and similar events, you can mostly be found farther away from the action. This is really circumstantial because it depends on who I'm with. If I'm with people that I really am close to, really love, I'm probably in the middle of it. But if it's a function I've been invited to and I'm not necessarily part of the main group, then absolutely sit at the furthest end. Um, Let's treat this as a party I've been invited to rather than a family gathering or something like that because a family gathering would be a whole different scenario. So let's put this as more agree that I would be farther from the action. So let's just say middle agree. You often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. No, I don't find it difficult to relate to people with emotional guides. Um, In fact, I'm probably one of those people sometimes or semi-often. So let's put a middle disagree. I think if they're fully on the emotional track of losing it constantly and I can't get in to figure out what's going on and maybe but no let's put middle disagree on that one when looking for a movie to watch you can spend ages browsing the catalogue absolutely agree I often will sit there thumbing through the different catalogue whether it's Netflix or whatever it might be and I could go three hours and still not have found something with somebody um you can stay calm under a lot of pressure this is either or. Um, I think I do well under actual pressure. And I think when there's pressure involving other people, I tend to be the one that helps people go calm. Let's move on. Let's get this sorted. So I'm going to say middle agree. All right, next. 
or at 30%. When in a group of people that you do not know, you have no problem jumping right into the conversation. I don't have a problem in the actual doing of it. I do feel trepidation as I'm about to do it, but I can do it and I do end up doing it. And I've had to do that as part of my job, especially the current job that I do. Um, I'll definitely be with a group of people that have just joined or, and I have to kind of get in the middle of it to make sure everybody's kind of facilitating and talking. So let's just say middle agree. All right, when you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre and fantastical. Absolutely agree. Always, I have very vivid, crazy dreams. In your opinion, it is sometimes okay to step on other people to get ahead in life. Ooh, that's a really full-on sentence. In your opinion, sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead in life. Look, you know what? I'm going to be very honest with this. I'm going to be on more of the agree side, but probably the lowest end of the agree, because at the end of the day, you've got to look out for yourself. Um... And this is not to say this is something I have done, but I think there are going to be times where you need to be worried about number one. And if other people are going to get in the way of that, you might need to do what you need to do. How you do that is a different story. So I'm not going to get into the full complexities of that answer, but I think it's okay in some cases. All right. Um, you were dedicated and focused on your goals, only rarely getting sidetracked. I get sidetracked all the time. I think that's been very clear. Let's move on to the disagree, probably middle disagree. I do like my goals. I just get sidetracked and procrastinated and the shiny things kick in. This is telling you a lot about me, listeners. So if you didn't already know me well, this is a great way to find out who I am. If you make a mistake, you tend to start doubting yourself, your abilities and your knowledge. Yes, I do in some degree. Not completely. Like, I don't go into full meltdown of everything, but I do start to wonder if it's because I've done something myself or if it's about me. I'll say minimal agree, like the lowest of the agrees before neutral, because it's not always. And then I do double back and go, no, you know what? I know my stuff. Uh, when at a social event, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. Now, if this was me filling this out 10 years ago versus now, definitely a different answer. I think it depends on who they are. Um, and then I start to get a complex because I feel like I'm being rude by not talking to the fresh people. So I'm going to say lower disagree because I do end up actually introducing myself to the people, but my motivations for it don't always present themselves as the same. So lower disagree. You usually lose interest in a discussion when it gets philosophical. Yeah, pretty much. I can be interested to some degree, but not always, and it's very rare. So I'm going to put middle agree. You would never let yourself cry in front of others. Depends on who the others are. Um, I have done. Um, let's put... I'll say lower agree, because it would have to be someone that I'm really okay with seeing me like that or i've just lost my uh, ability to hold it back but it has happened and i've let it happen so um oh hang on no we're gonna disagree sorry the question is you would never let yourself lower disagree all right um you feel more drawn to places with a bustling and busy atmosphere than a more quiet intimate one no definitely more disagree on that one 
I like my quiet times, which is why I know part of my personality test is going to come out introverted, but that's okay. Uh, you like discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. Lower agree. I think the third of the, the lowest third of the agrees because I don't go out of my way to do it. But when the conversation's already happening, it's intriguing to me. Uh, but I, I'm not a like a future theorist theorist sort of person. I don't sit there and start prophesizing what could happen. Uh, when it comes to making life changing decisions, you often listen to your heart rather than your head. Ooh. This is very much one of those groundbreaking answers, I think. Listen with my heart or my head. Again, I've got to think of 2020 me rather than old me. I've got to say that my head does tend to rule by the end. Like the heart will definitely weigh it in and I'll probably really influence the outcome with some of the heart. But to be honest, the head comes in and I start to think about pragmatism and how it's going to affect me. I'm going to go lower disagree. So I think head does still rule over in the end, but heart does influence quite a bit. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot see, touch or experience. Yeah, I probably agree to that. Probably a hard agree on that one if I'm thinking accurately, because say it was a study of something that I couldn't actually utilize. I'd, would say to myself, why am I actually studying this then? Which explains some of my past study attempts, just FYI. Yeah, no, we're not going to, we're going to agree to that one. All right, next questions. 50%, we're halfway, very nice. All right, you usually prefer to get your revenge rather than forgive. <laughs> Again, 2020 Shane, not, <laughs> not old Shane. I do like my revenge moments. I'm going to be very honest here. I I can be a vindictive bit of a cow. Um, and those that know me would know that well. I'm going to be on the agree side, but it's going to be the lowest degree at the moment. And I know this is seeming very passive at this point in time, but the reason is my realistic side kicks in and then I start to think, you know what, turn the other cheek, forgive the person, don't be such a bitch but lowercase of that agree, because I do like my revenge. Um, you often make decisions on a whim. I'm going to do middle agree on this one, because it does happen more often in when it comes to, for example, spending and stuff like that. So if I'm going to be honest on that, middle agree. The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend with other people. <laughs> My friends and family that would listen to this might, might find this funny, but look, I will probably say more agree because the reason is when I'm spending time on my own, I'm watching TV shows or movies or playing games and things like that that I'm not doing with other people. Um, so it will be, you know, fantasy movies of, you know, like Lord of the Rings style stuff or, you know, magic, witchcraft, supernatural stuff. And I might not do that with every single person I hang out with. Um, the time I spend with other people is great, don't get me wrong. Um, and I get a lot out of the inter interactions. But if I think of what's more interesting and satisfying, 
However, I probably will leave it to the lowest degree, um, the lowest of the agree options, because I do still enjoy other people. But yeah, time on my own is really interesting and satisfying with the stuff that I end up watching or playing. All right. Um, you often put special effort into interpreting the real meaning or a message of a song or a movie. Oh, no, not really. Um, I mean, when I find out what it is, it's great, but I don't sit there and prophesize and theorize it. So we're probably going to say middle disagree. You always know exactly what you want. Ooh. Um, again, context would be great in this case. No, I don't always know. So let's just put middle disagree. You rarely think back on the choices you made and wonder what you could have done differently. Nah, I do definitely do that. So that's a disagree. Probably a middle disagree. Actually, I'd say full disagree. Let's do a hard disagree. All right, next page. We are on to 60%. All right. Uh, when in a public place, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. Depends again on circumstance. If I was just on a day out, yes. So that's probably why we'll put agree. Absolutely agree. If this was specifically a date or something like that, I would probably make it a more crowded area because safety in numbers and also just so it's not as awkward, but um, agree in this case. You tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. Present realities rather than future possibilities. That's going to be a... small disagree, lowercase disagree, because I am a dreamer and I do in a lot of ways, whether it's, you know, work, study, love, all those things, I do like to think of the future stuff and I do tend to, I wouldn't say focus, but I definitely keep it pretty present in my thinking, but then I realise what I'm currently dealing with. So let's just do a lower disagree on that one. You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. No, I'm going to disagree on that one. I'm pretty good with figuring out people's feelings. I think my friends and family would know that. Um, when starting to work on a project, you prefer to make as many decisions up front as possible. I absolutely agree. I like to lock it in at the start if I can, know exactly where we're at, who has to do what. I don't love the kind of... I know that it needs to happen, but I don't love the sort of interim checks to be like... Now, are we going to change the whole thing? Are we going to make this new decision? I hate that. I don't like that change sort of thing. I like to be upfront. And I think that's going to dictate some of my responses as well. Um, when you know someone thinks highly of you, you also wonder how long it will be until they become disappointed in you. Honesty, <laughs> um, honesty, honesty. <laughs> On this one, I think uh, I'm going to put lower agree only because I have been known at times if it's say somebody of a certain caliber or a certain position in a hierarchy that, you know, takes notice and thinks highly of you or even in a dating situation, I, I might joke about it, but whether or not that's rooted in truth, I don't know. I might say, yeah, until then, until they don't like me or until they don't appreciate me or how long so yeah let's put a lower agree on that one 
not proud of it, but yeah, let's do that. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Defining interesting would be fun. If I just think they're a bubbly sort of person, probably. If I think they're a bit of all right, probably. Um, yeah, I think I'd probably say closer to the agree than the disagree here. I'd probably be nervous doing it, but um, comfortable but nervous, if that makes any kind of sense. But let's put middle agree. All right, next page, we should be on 70%, yep. You often drift away into daydreaming about various ideas, ideas or scenarios. So daydreaming about ideas. Yeah, absolutely agree. I don't even need to consider that one. You look after yourself first and then others come in second. This is definitely a mixed bag. I definitely care about the needs of others and there have definitely been a lot of times, even in recent times, where I would have put the other person's needs ahead of mine. Ahead of mine. But I'm also aware of times I am a selfish person. I'm not going to delve into that too deeply. But I am aware of those times where I'm thinking of my own interests. I might come good in the end, but I definitely think of my interests first in certain scenarios. So, however, what ends up happening is the other person's needs do tend to trump my own. So let's put a lower disagree. Even when you have planned a particular daily routine, you usually just end up doing what you feel like at any given moment. <laughs> and this is contradictory to my earlier statement of having an itinerary and wanting a plan. I tend to end up doing what I feel like at any given moment when it comes to my own daily routines, absolutely. But I'll say middle agree, because I do like to have the routine there as an option but then I end up procrastinating and doing other things. Your mood can change very quickly. It can, and has, especially in recent months. Middle agree. All right, let's move on. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Do I really think about human existence and the meaning of life? I mean, it comes up, but I think the question is, do I often contemplate? I don't often contemplate. I'm going to say lower disagree. And then you often talk about your own feelings and emotions. Yeah, I do a lot. Absolutely agree. All right, we're 80% now. You've got detailed education or career development plans stretching several years into the future. <laughs> this again stands back to my conversations about how much study I've tried to do in the past. I might have had the plans, didn't stick to them. That being said, at this point in time, I kind of know where I want my next career phase to be. With the whole wanting to study counsel, studying counselling and wanting to kind of move into that field. So I don't know how detailed it is, so I'm going to put middle agree, but it's there. You rarely dwell on your regrets. More of a disagree on this one. I'll put middle disagree. Spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around quickly makes you feel drained and in need of a getaway. Absolutely agree. Introversion plus. 
I am very big on recharging and needing to be on my own for a whole weekend sometimes. And again, people that are listening to this will probably know that. Um, probably had me having to pull out of plans because I'm just needing some zone time. And that's pretty much what happens. Um, you see yourself as more of a realist than a visionary. Well, I don't know if I would ever have considered myself a visionary, so I think realist is probably more likely. So I'll say mm, lower agree on this one. I do like to dream, but visionary, probably a bit strong. You find it easy to empathize with a person who has gone through something you never have. Absolutely agree. That's always been my way, which is part of the reason I want to be a counselor. Always been able to do that so many life experiences that I haven't personally had that I'm helping other people on and the advice has generally been pretty pretty good, pretty accurate. Uh, your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than organized and consistent efforts. Truth time? Fully agree. Because I definitely have highs and lows, definitely slump at different times. Yeah. All right, next. We're in the home stretch. We've got 10% left. Your emotions control you more than you control them. 15 years ago, 10, 10, 15 years ago would have been a high yes. Now, I'm going to say I'm actually more on the neutral side here, but I don't want to put a neutral answer. Look. My, my emotions definitely do flare more than I'd like. So I'm going to put a lower agree. But on the other hand, they don't rule me because I've learned very easily how to compartment, or not easily, but in more recent times, it's easier for me to do it. I know how to compartmentalize and move on and then deal with it later. After a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need. Ooh, absolutely not. No, thank you. You frequently find yourself wondering how technological advancement could change everyday life. No, not really. I mean, I'm impressed by it. I love it. And I do think of what I can have and use, but I don't really think about how it's going to change everything all the time. So we'll say middle disagree because I don't frequently find myself doing that. You always consider how your actions might affect other people before doing something. Yeah, majority of my time, but I will say middle agree because if it's uh, if it's a decision that's going to affect people, which is generally what this is asking about, I'm actually going to say full agree because I will consider their item, their um, what's going to affect what's going to affect them. You still honour the commitments you have made, even if you have a change of heart. Hmm. Trying to think of an example of when I might have had a situation like this. So if I've made a commitment to someone and I have a change of heart, you know what? In all honesty, probably a lower disagree on this one. I have been known to if I've had a change of heart or if say I've needed to change a plan, I'll actually talk to the person about changing the plan rather than sticking to the commitment. Yeah, whether that's good or not, I don't know. All right, final question. You rarely feel insecure. Oh, I don't really feel it. So let's say middle disagree on this one. All right. Well, that's the quiz. Before we go into the results, we're going to stop it here and uh, we're going to announce this in the next segment. So see you on the other side. 
Alrighty, the moment of truth. Uh, so I will admit um, the power of editing. I have actually checked my results, pulled all the information I needed, put that into a document so I can read off it a bit better. Uh, so I do actually know what my personality type now is, but for the magic of podcast editing, uh, we'll pretend like I don't know it yet. So a bit of a drum roll. So my new personality type, because it has actually differed from the last 15 years, which I guess that's expected. I am now what's called the adventurer. Um, if you're following the Myers-Briggs personality element, uh, and They've added a new element since the last time I would have run it, which again, very long time ago. They add a new letter at the end of the four initials because you get given um, four initials, uh, each of the initial points. So out of the four initials, each of them has a variant of one or two, one of the two letters. Um, I'll talk about that in more detail, but uh, the final letter. So I'm actually an ISFP for those that have done this before. And I've got a dash T, which means I'm turbulent, um, which <laughs> doesn't sound very good, but um, the official type is called turbulent adventurer, which I find very interesting because previously my personality type from 15 years ago, which I have been leaning on for a very long time, uh, was considered the guardian. Um, and I'm not going to talk about the differences between those right now. Maybe I'll do an episode all dedicated to different personality types as well. But, um, and of that code, ISFP dash T, um, I'm an explorer type role. So apparently there's different roles that you could potentially be. And I am apparently my strategy in life, um, in terms of how I navigate life and goals is constant improvement. <laughs> so, and you know what? I actually think that's pretty accurate because I find I'm one of those people that always seeks ongoing feedback and always, um, seeks to improve what I can. And I find that happening in my work life as well. I'm always seeking how we can do things better for myself or whatever. Um, the insight of the day, according to 16 personalities, the website is that adventurers are the most likely personality type to pick music related extracurricular activities at school. So, and you know what, if I was brave enough to try choir, which I wasn't, um, from two perspectives, a, in that time, it wasn't considered cool to do it, um, at the boys school that I went to. And second of all, I don't know if I would have been brave enough to try and sing in front of people. So, but either way, that's actually pretty accurate based on my actual passions and interests. Um, and then this website is really great because it gives you a full summary for free. So you can do a more advanced profile and I don't know how far that goes, but the, the free version is actually really detailed. Uh, and what it does is it goes through five different core elements of mind, energy, nature, tactics and identity. And these are the symbol, the, the initials that you get. So um, for your mind, energy, nature and tactics and the identity, which is the newest one, uh, each of those has one of two initial, uh, one of two letters that you could be given. So um, for example, the very first one being the mind, which is the trait which shows where we direct our mental energy, uh, you either get introverted or extroverted. So it's an E or an I. And uh, I think very early on in the piece, when I would have done it probably back in TAFE, I would have gotten an extroversion option. But ever since then, the two times that I've run, or three times that I've run it since, I've always been given introverted. So I'm not surprised by that. Um, and according to this uh, result, my personality is 67% introverted as opposed to a 33% of extroversion. So I don't think that's pretty bad. I don't think that's, uh, it doesn't come across as anything alarming. Uh, I think that's a pretty healthy level of introversion, uh, at least self-diagnosing here. Uh, energy. So this is the trait which shows where we direct our mental energy. So the second letter in the, uh, in the personality indicator. And I received a 54% on observant. So, uh, that again, I'm not very surprised by, um, 
and it's not really like it's a landslide anyway, but I dare say compared to intuitive versus observant, I'd say observant seems more likely to have a slight higher um, rating. The next um, element is the nature. So this trait determines how we make our decisions and cope with emotions. And you get an option of thinking and feeling. So that's a T or an F in this case. And I've gained 71% in feeling. So I'm more of a feeling than a thinker uh, or a thinking person, which uh, again, I think that's pretty accurate. So I'm not upset by that at all. And then tactics, which is the trait which reflects our approach to work, planning and decision making. Uh, you either get judging or prospecting. Um, and so I gained 58% in prospecting, um, which, I mean, I guess this is going to come out when I read out more of the actual personality stuff. And then the final element, which is identity. This is the one that I don't remember seeing in any results I did years ago, but we're talking 10 plus years ago. So probably 15, even closer to. So the identity is the trait which underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. And I gained 75% turbulence. So... <laughs> Versus um, assertive. It was assertive or turbulent. So apparently I'm a very turbulent identity. But anyway, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go through the actual the summary profile, but I'm going to just read key points because I don't want this to be a 30 hour bloody description. It was 17 pages of content. It was pretty detailed. Um, so they give you a quote of someone who is in that personality type. And mine was Bob Dylan, the singer. Uh, uh, the former, oh, well, the late singer. Um, and the, the quote, which I actually really relate to, I change during the course of a day. I wake and I'm one one person. And when I go to sleep, I know for certain I'm someone else. And you know what? I actually do believe that in myself. So I like that. Apparently we use aesthetics, design, and even our choices and actions to push the limits of social convention. Don't know how much I believe that, but anyway. Um, so again, taking the plot points, um, we're definitely introverts, surprising our friends further when we step out of the spotlight to be by myself to recharge. That is 100% me. Um, people that I'm close with will think I'm more extroverted because when I'm comfortable with you, I will be bubbly. I will be the life of the party if I need to be or want to be. But there are going to be times where I will pull back. I will go and recharge. I will not attend a function or come to something because I'm really out of energy. So that's definitely the case. And I've had a lot of people in my life who have been surprised by that part of me, even though I've known them very well, um, because I wouldn't have known it myself until a certain age. So yeah, definitely agree with that one. Uh, just because we are alone doesn't mean we aren't, uh, which doesn't mean we're always sitting idle, which is true. We take that time for introspection, assessing principles, uh, rather than dwelling on past and future, we think about who we are. Not necessarily true. I do dwell sometimes. Um, anyway, uh, we enjoy connecting with others, have an, a certain irresistible charm. Yeah, I mean, don't mind if I do. Uh, we always know just the compliment to soften a heart that's getting ready to call our risks irresponsible or reckless, which again, I think that's pretty true. I'm pretty good at diffusing a situation where someone might come at me for something I'm doing or not doing. I could be good at diffusing that and whether it's a compliment or whether it's making a positive of the situation. I, I'm aware I can do that. Um, not necessarily consciously every time, but I know it does happen. Um, however, and this one I felt very true, if a criticism does get through, it can end poorly. Um, some adventurers can handle kindly phrased commentary where we might value it as other perspectives to help us push through passions in new directions. But if they're more biting and less mature, we could lose our tempers in a, spectac a spectacular fashion, which again, yeah, right on the money. 
we are sensitive to others' feelings. We value harmony. Yep, absolutely. Faced with criticism, we could be a challenge for people um, as we step from the moment too long. Um, and we uh, we sometimes can get caught up in the moment. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm agreeing with that one. Uh, biggest challenges that we plan for the future. I felt very attacked in this particular section. Um, yeah, we don't plan well for the future. Um, it's no small task for us to try and work the goals out. We don't plan in terms of assets and retirement. Otherwise, uh, rather we play actions, plan the actions and behaviors as contributions to our identity, which again, I could agree with that. Um, we can act with amazing charity and selflessness, but it can also seem that our personality is more self-centered, acting with selfishness, manipulation, and egoism. So, look, if I really did a deep dive on my own self-awareness, not untrue. I'm aware of times, and I think I said this a bit earlier in the actual questions, but I know there are going to be times where, yeah, I will put others' people needs first and make sure I'm you know, selfless and whatever it might be, whether it's a conscious choice or not. But there are definitely times where I'm thinking about numero, uh, numero uno when I can speak. And I'll be thinking about how this is going to affect me and what I'm going to get out of this. I've done that before. So I'm not going to lie about that one. Uh, it's important for us to remember that we have to actively become the person we want to be. Um, which again, I think that's very true. So some strengths of us, uh, adventurers, for anybody else that has the same coding. Um, we are charming. So we have a live and let live attitude. Um we become likable and popular in that way. We're sensitive to others, so we relate well to emotions and um, harmony. We're imaginative. Uh, we are passionate, uh, an intensely beating heart or an intensely feeling heart, I should say. Um, we can get caught up in something exciting and interesting and everything else gets left in the dust. True. We are curious. We are artistic. That's a big thing that's come up a few times. Uh, we have a way of visualizing things that resonates well with our audiences. Weaknesses. <laughs> uh, fiercely independent. Um, yes and no, but generally yes, uh, especially with the recharging stuff. Unpredictable, so we can actively avoid planning for the future. Um, it can cause a strain in our romantic or um, romantic relationships and cause financial hardship later in life. And not going to lie, that does very sound very true. Uh, easily stressed, so we uh, we live in the present, and when situations get out of control especially our turbulent um, adventurers can shut down losing characteristic charm and creativity in favor of gnashing teeth. And yeah, I, I do have that. Um, overly competitive. Yeah, I can be. We, we go for fame and glory in the moment and we get unhappy if we lose. And we have fluctuating self-esteem, which yes, um, if we get a, if we get dismissed or if an effort that we have put in place gets dismissed, um, it's a hurtful and damaging blow especially early in life, uh, we actually could start to believe the naysayers without any kind of strong support. So yeah, I agree with that. That has happened before. Romantic relationships. Um, we focus instead on our partners with little interesting dictating the mood of the situation with our own feelings. I would say that's partially true, but it is very circumstantial because there have been times in past relationships where I have been very assertive about what I wanted, um, but then I do shut down if it's not going the way that I want it to go in the sense of if it's not going in the way I'm hoping and I've asserted myself, I will get upset and then I will let them have their way. Um, so it's kind of true, but not true. Um, if we accepted for who we are, we proved to be warm, enthusiastic partners. Very true. 
Uh, we're unlikely to grow stale. Um, even the longest term partners can be surprised by our um, secrets in terms of like the spice and variety we can provide. Um, we come to find vibrancy and spontaneity to be par for the course. Uh, we may not be great planners, but and we might let our partners take the lead for logic and strategy, but we never run out of things to do in the moment, which is true. I can be like that. Uh, I could make a, a day out of anything, really. Um, if anyone is going to cancel a planned trip to stay home with a partner who suddenly got a flu, um, as a ge gesture of affection, it's going to be the adventurer. And yeah, that's true. I have done that before. Um, I know there's been a time where my partner at the time might be not well, and I'd want to care for them, show them that I'm there for them, and I will pull out of something that I could be doing otherwise. Not always. Like, I wouldn't take a day off work or anything, but uh, it could be a social thing or something like that. I've definitely done that before. Uh, knowing you're loved, you can do anything. So it's important uh, that our partners make it clear that any love and attention we give is valued, which yes, I would never ask for thanks from someone, but it can hurt my feelings if I don't get the thanks. And yes, very true. I might give attention, affection, love, even gifts to people, not just my loved ones, but just in general. And I don't do it for the appreciation, but if there's a sign that they're not appreciating it, I will get shitty. I will be very, very shitty at it. So, very true. Uh, we don't need those expressions to be verbal, though. So, it can be more in their actions. They don't have to say thank you really great, really strongly. As long as I can see they appreciate it, I'm happy. Uh, we might be shy in public, but alone with a partner that we trust, the mask comes off, and a few people will get to see that side, and it's a very pleasant surprise. And, yep, true. There's And even, like, my persona in public with a partner, if I'm really happy... Um, I won't be shy and weird about, you know, showing that I care about them and holding their hand and stuff like that. It won't be a problem. So yeah, friendships, um, we're some of the most comfortable people to be around. That's, I'd say that's pretty true for, if I'm really honest, uh, we're laid back and spontaneous for the most part. Uh, da, da, da. we're sensitive more so than most. It takes time to build trust with us. <laughs> this is the one I really liked when I scanned through this. And this is me pulling only snippets of the whole report. It was so much bigger than this. But um, if new acquaintances start things out by explaining that you would do better if you did something, it's unlikely that we're going to be close. And I am very, very much about that. I don't mind a person that I'm close with giving me advice, support, structure, whatever it might be. But if someone new to my life tries to tell me how to do something, uh, tries to direct me on something that I feel like I'm doing okay, or maybe not doing okay, I will take that to heart. And I just, it's too personal for me. Um, but my personality type is apparently, or well, it's true, we're happy to get along with just about anyone. But potential friends need to not be judgmental or demanding. And absolutely, I cannot handle clingy friends. I have been a clingy partner in the past, but I can't handle clingy friends. Um, I'm very much one of those, I could be your best friend, have known you for 10 years and not seen you for three years in recent times because of, you know, just life and everything. But when I see you, we're still best friends. We're still close and nothing's changed. Um, but yeah, I can't handle clingy and demanding friends and I've cut those people out of my life in the past. So, um, I can't handle it. It's too toxic for me. Um, all right. And apologies to those ex-partners that I was clingy with, but anyway, um, we're happy to return the favor with warmth and laughter. If people are supportive, uh, duh, duh, duh. 
people who prefer safe and structured environments might struggle with our friendships, uh, especially if they're trying to lecture us on how we're living our lives, which is true. As with any criticism, those friends are free to do their own thing, but leave the adventurer to do their own. And yet, that's so true. Um, it's easy for us to get along with other people, but it's not always the same around the other way around, and that's true. Um, personal space and freedom are essential to our personalities, uh, and people who live and let live in their worldview and joy will gravitate towards adventurers. And that's true. I tend to mix well with people who are very fly off the seat of their pants. Um, for the most part, it will stress me out sometimes when those times I do want planning and guidance, but otherwise, if it is more spontaneous for the most part, I'm pretty good with those people, um, where there's no pretense. All right. Career paths. Um, I'm aware that I've already been rabbiting on for almost 20 minutes. So when it comes to careers, we need more than just a job. We want creative freedom. Yes, absolutely. We need a, a tangible outlet for our imagination to express ourselves artistically. Now, this one made me laugh a lot. Setting up shop on websites like Etsy is far more alluring to adventurers than the confines of a nine-to-five administrative job in some fluorescent cubicle. And I laughed because I was reading that in a fluorescent cubicle, basically, in my office. So <laughs> it's very true. I would love to have a career where I can be creative and, you know be designy and stuff like that. But the thing is, I know at this point, job security is probably more important. So nine to five cubicle is the way. Um, we can be reckless and short-sighted. Absolutely. Um, stop attacking me, personality website. Uh, da, 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 if we can't... Oh, we feel that we have little control over things like retirement planning. And since we can't predict the future, it's no good to worry about it now. <laughs> I'm going to be that person that has no superannuation, even though I've been building it. I'll be that person that somehow wipes my superannuation before I'm retiring. Hope not, but geez. Anyway, life's too short for us to bore ourselves. That's the subject of this part. Um, this mindset can hold them back from many of their career, ideal careers. And this is the one that got me the most, such as psychology, counseling, and teaching. <laughs> so for those that know me, my job right now is basically teaching. I'm, I'm a workplace trainer. Um, <laughs> So, the fact that this mindset of life's too short for us to bore ourselves is apparently bad for our ideal careers because they usually require long-term planning and getting certifications to get started. Luckily, I'm in the career now, but counselling and psychology are the next wave of what I want to do, and I'm already mindful of what I'm going to have to do to get into that industry, so let's hope I still stick with it. But anyway, um, it takes a great deal of energy for us to maintain focus on a single goal like that for so long, uh, but it can be the day-to-day -day that's much more rewarding. But anyway, um, felt a bit attacked there. Uh, an easier route revolves around freelance and consulting work in just about any industry that we enjoy. And that's good to know if I'm looking at personality seriously, because I actually did consider trying to look into some consulting work based on skills that I've got. But either way, workplace habits, we seek positions that give us as much wiggle room as possible to do things the way we want. Buttoned down environments that revolve around tightly held traditions and strictly enforced procedures are unlikely to appeal to us. 100%. I'm not about formal environments. I mean, I'm in them and I've been doing it for a long time, but it is not my interest. I feel very stuffy, very held down um, in that environment from the formal dress to that sort of stuff, but I can manage it. I've been doing it. It's not like it's making me upset. It's just not my ideal. Uh, spontaneous, charming, and genuinely fun people to be around, blah, 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 blah. 
All right, so working with people, uh, actually, no, that's not really going to be that interesting. As colleagues, um, yeah, we work well, we try to solve problems, that's all pretty good. Uh, we're very sensitive and we need to know that efforts that we make with colleagues are appreciated, even if we're pulling all the weight, which, yes, that's very true. I don't mind. In group assignments, when I used to do that sort of stuff, I would usually get stuck doing it all because nobody else really paid as much attention, and that's fine. I was happy as long as we got a good mark. But I also like my attention, my efforts to be appreciated. And I used to crack it if they were all just assuming it was going to happen, which I did once in TAFE. I remember having a massive shit fit at one person in particular. Uh, but anyway. So, uh, managers. Just because it feels strange for us to manage doesn't mean that we aren't good at it. Um, so that was pretty good to see since I do work in some kind of a management role. Um, yeah. So, look, at the end of the day, I'm actually not surprised by any of this at all um i think it's pretty accurate scarily so and i think they expect that i think when you do these things uh that you're gonna see a lot of um connection to things so yeah absolutely exactly me um i'm shocked so yeah if uh if you found that interesting i definitely encourage you to have a look and do your quiz um have a quick look into it and see what you think because I find this so fascinating. And if you want, please tell me what your personalities are. Um, have you done a quiz like this before? Um, if it's been a while, do it again. See if you've changed um, like I have. Uh, send a message through to any of the socials, um, whether it's the Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, the handle is Shenanigans Podcast. Uh, if you want to share your details, um, even send me suggestions for other episodes. And I say this every time, but feel free to send them through. Uh, finally, send an email if you like to shenaniganspodcast at gmail.com. But otherwise, that's it for me. So thank you again, as always. Thanks for listening. Lots of love. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have an episode very soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Shenanigans Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. For more information or to get in touch, please use any of the social media handles attached to this podcast. This is Shane, signing out. <laughs>